Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. to today's podcast. It is uh, Wednesday, March, th- or March, wow, Wednesday, May 3rd, uh, 2023. We're glad you guys are on today as we um, track our way through the um, concluding chapters of the Gospels um, on our in our broader journey through the New Testament. And so today we uh, come to John chapter 20. So uh, we'll be reading that today. Uh, let's see how many verses. John 20, 32 verses, 31 verses. So glad you guys are on. Hope you're having a good week. We uh, This is our last week, by the way. This is the last week on Facebook for a while. Uh, probably take the summer months off of the video, uh, but we'll continue on on the audio podcast. So uh, if you're... Listening to it on uh, the podcast really won't notice a whole lot of difference. Whole lot, whole lot of difference. I don't know that. I don't know. The, uh, won't <laughs> won't notice much different. That still doesn't sound right. Anyway, um, but uh, I will not be on Facebook. So, uh, so yeah. If you, so uh, go over if you haven't and grab the uh, subscribe to the podcast on. Spotify or Apple Music or Anchor. Um, Spotify is own, has bought out Anchor, but if you go to Anchor Podcast, it'll just redirect you. Um, and so, yeah, so that'll start next week. And just want to give you a heads up about that. So I know, I know um, some of you may not have heard the announcement before. So, yeah, just uh, the schedule is just through the summer is just a little bit crazy. And so it's just much easier to manage. Uh, just doing the audio podcast. Uh, we'll have some house guests because of graduations and other things. As you can probably tell, I uh, broadcast this from my uh, from my house, so it's just going to be a little, um, it'll be a little hectic trying to do that and not wake everyone up and whatever else. So, um, John chapter twenty. Let's do it, y'all. Thank you guys so much for being on today. Thank you for taking the time to. Uh, spend some time in God's Word, and let's just see what the Lord has to say to us. You know how it is. We don't really have, it's unscripted. There's no agenda. We just read the Word and um, consider, you know, consider what the Lord might be speaking to our hearts. So we read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. John chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, which, by the way, right now, uh, Getting it's lighter earlier, so that's kind of nice. So even before seven o'clock here in Tampa, it's you have daylight, and that'll you know we'll have that till it'll continue to go that way until you know middle of June, June twentieth, twenty second, somewhere in there. So anyway, I was just thinking about that. 
So they were they went to the tomb while it was still dark. Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, um, which, by the way, that is obviously a reference to John. I had someone ask me recently, um, <laughs> what, who, who is, why, who is the person that Jesus loved? And that's just, a, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's kind of annoying to read and to hear, oh, and the, the disciple Jesus, uh, Jesus loved. Like, what's his deal? <laughs> and, um, and I, I um, indicated to the person that that is the way John just refers to himself, that, um, you know, I, I'm a person Jesus loved. <laughs> so the one Jesus loved is a, is a reference to the author of this gospel, which is John. So um, she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So she's just saying that Jesus loves me. Basically, yes, that Jesus you know, that I, I knew that Jesus loved me, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Oh, okay. That seemed to put her at ease. So, <laughs> uh, so they went back. She, they went to uh, Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So she's saying, I, don't, I think they've taken the body. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple, look at this, John just got to rub it in. But the other disciple outran Peter. Now, see, John just, I mean, first of all, John is the disciple that Jesus loves. Now he quicker than Peter. He just had to say that. Jesus loves me, and I'm faster than Peter. I can outrun him. In a foot race, I'm faster. So uh, the, out, the other disciple outran Peter. Did a little competition. And reached the tomb first. If you ain't, if you ain't first, you last. What's that? What's that old saying? Um, if you aren't first, the scenery never changes. <laughs> uh, just be looking at the people's behinds. If you ain't first, the scenery never changes. <laughs> well, John got to the tomb first. He went over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there but did not go in. So he peeked in there, saw the strips of linen lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight in. He went straight into the tomb. He's like, man. So John may be faster, but Peter's more courageous. <laughs> he saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. So it's like it's all folded neatly in its place. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside after Peter went. He said, Are you going first? I'll go, oh, no, I'll go in. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from, rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. So they still, they still don't fully understand. They're still trying to figure it out. I mean, the evidence is starting to stack up, but they're still, you know, it's a big leap to resurrection. And so they're still not sure. 
So they went back to where they were staying. Probably trying to process everything. You know, just trying to scratch, scratch, scratch in their heads saying, yeah. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. And as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been. Um, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken away they have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. Hmm. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking it was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell, him where you, tell me where you put him and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. Hmm. Don't hold on to me. I got to go. She just wanted to worship him. He's like, don't hold on to me. I've not yet ascended to the Father. Instead, go to my brothers and let them know. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with this news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had, that he had said these things to her. Hmm. Pretty powerful, right? I have seen the Lord. Isn't that what we do? Like, that's pretty much our testimony, right? I mean, our testimony in, in, a, in a sentence is, I've seen the Lord. Like, um, I saw the light, I saw, the, you know, something like that. But no, like, look, it's true. Like, you, you know, when you become a Christian, however that path, you know, whatever uh, trek that path takes to get you to Jesus, coming out of that, coming away from that encounter, the message is pretty consistent. Um, I've seen the Lord. <laughs> whether that's come through your own study and research, whether that's come through a personal crisis, whether that's become through just a divine revelation, whether that's come through the teaching of the Word, uh, whether it's come through a conversation with a friend, that, com that, that conversion coming out of that is our testimony is consistent with Mary Magdalene, which is, I have seen the Lord. Now, I haven't seen him physically, not with the naked eye, but I've seen him. I understand. I can see now. That's the, uh, that's the testimony of every disciple, every follower of Jesus. I have seen the Lord. And so all I'm sharing is what I've seen. Verse 19, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, when the doors were doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them. Jesus don't need no lock. He didn't have to call no locksmith. He just appeared. Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Mm. And Jesus said, peace. Here it is again. A lot of peace here, right? Peace be with you, non-anxious presence. 
the peace of God that transcends, that surpasses all human understanding. Peace be with you. Maybe you need to receive that today. Maybe that's the message. You need to receive the peace of God. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Jesus is giving them the power to to announce the forgiveness of sin. Now, they personally are not the authorities who forgive sin, but they are the messengers of Jesus who who are now they are now commissioned to declare that people can be forgiven for their sins through Jesus. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, uh, he's a twin. Um, one of the twelve was not with the disciples when Jesus came, so the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. And he's like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> so... But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. I got to see it myself. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm glad y'all pumped up and excited. I'm glad y'all got hope and all that. But for me, I need to see it myself. I love the story of Thomas because, you know, skepticism is real. Doubt is real. It's normal. I mean, Thomas is, Thomas is not so unlike many of us in that I just, I, you know, I hope it's true. I hope you're telling me the truth, but I need to see it myself. I need to experience it myself. And watch this. Um, a week later, we often miss that part, but for a whole week, Thomas is still hearing all these crazy stories about, you know, angels and the, the Lord appearing to them and the Lord breathing on them and the Holy Spirit and all this, this all these stories, these Jesus sightings <laughs> for a whole week. Thomas is like, mm, I ain't seen nothing. I, I ain't, I still ain't seen nothing. Last time I saw him, he was on the cross in the tomb. That's the last I saw. I know I love all these people and I trust all of them. I really do. I want to believe them, but I'm not going to stake my entire life on just what they said. Why? Why I'm right here? Why? Why ain't appeared to me? And um, so a whole week later, the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. And through the door, and though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, "Here it is." Peace be with you. Hmm. Then he said to Thomas, I love this. I love that Jesus went and uh, verified this with Thomas. Just let Thomas see it and touch it and feel it for himself. Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Hmm. You know, um, Here's the thing. There is a sense in which doubting is a choice. Have you ever thought about that? 
that doubting is a choice. Now I'm not, you know, it's, you, 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 just like faith is a choice. I choose to believe, or you, you can choose to doubt. Um, and hopefully we make those decisions based on um, good evidence, <laughs> on reliable evidence. But it's a choice. So if you find yourself doubting, you can choose not to. I'm, I'm not saying it's always easy. Doubts come. But if we can arrest those doubts when they come, or as one person has said, doubt your doubts. <laughs> you know, when you have a doubt, doubt that your doubt is accurate. <laughs> you know, choose not to believe your doubt. Doubt your doubt. Um, but it's interesting that Jesus tells him, stop doubting. He doesn't say pray about it. He doesn't say pray that the doubt will be removed. No, he said stop. Hmm. Whenever Jesus tells you to stop doing something, guess what? It's a choice. It means it's a choice. Stop doubting and believe. Stop doubting, start believing. It's a choice. Um, is there something in your life today that you've been um, worrying about or fretting over or uh, just letting fill the thoughts in, of your mind and your heart? Stop it. <laughs> like the old Bob Newhart episode you know bob newhart you can google it on youtube whatever there's a, a bit where he is a psychiatrist and uh the client comes to him gives him all of his all the problems and all that bob newhart says in the whole uh, bit is stop it well i just keep stop it and every time i go here i just talk to him stop it and i have a bad habit of going well stop it <laughs> it's pretty funny um, but yeah, so here's Jesus says, stop it. Stop doubting. Start believing. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That's us, man. Blessed are those who, who, um, who have not seen, but choose to believe. Jesus, I love this ending of chapter 20. This is uh, kind of a summary. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Man, what an awesome verse. John 20, 31. But these are, but these are written. Jesus did a lot of things. Jesus did many more miracles than are recorded in the Gospel of John. He did many more miracles. He taught so much more, so too many to name. But these are recorded. What John has recorded and captured for us, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you may have life in his name. Mm. Amen. He does give life. Amen? There is life in the name of Jesus. There's hope. There's joy. Uh, there's peace. There's abundant life. There's forgiveness of sin. There's a fresh start. Uh, there's hope. There's perspective. There's purpose. There's life in his name. Hmm. All right, you guys. Well, thanks for being on today. Short chapter. Let's, uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for my friends. Thank you for the chance that we have to read and ponder your word together today. 
Lord, today we choose to believe you. We choose to stop doubting and to believe what you and your word says. God, and in those moments when the doubts creep in, Lord, help us to remember that we have the power to choose, that we are not victims, that we are not um, a boat that is on a turbulent sea without a sail, just being tossed to and fro. No, we have volition, we have power, we have a will, and we can choose. And so God, give us uh, insight and awareness of that. And Holy Spirit, we pray that you would guide us and direct us. Just as Jesus breathed on the disciples to receive the Holy Spirit, we receive your Spirit once more this morning, this day. And we choose to walk in the power of that Spirit. Thank you so much for your goodness and grace. May your blessing be upon each and every one today, whatever special need they have, whatever my friends are seeking today, may you grant it according to your good purposes and plans. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today, my friends. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing all this. And we'll be back at it tomorrow as we uh, jump over to oh, the next chapter. We'll finish up the Gospel of John. John chapter 21. Yeah. So we'll be back at it. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.